0: So heavy and sipping on the coffee like it's life support. Yeah. Everybody's lost in their days and they're lost in their life and they're calling it all the daily sacrifice.
1: It's coming so Oh boy, folks, and welcome to Nickel Park. It's a couch-guided safari through the wilderness of life. I am your tour guide and top chef, Ben.
0: Oh, dang. What's up? It's me, Joshua, your sous-chef, a tour guide here on Nickel Park.
1: And it's me, Luke, uh, your tour guide and also bottom-tier chef. Mm, The old dish boy, as we call him. No. Mm Mm-mm. I'm chef. Yeah. I'm not dish boy. Mm. I'm chef. I'm just not good. He's bottom tier chef is just above top tier dish boy. Mm-hmm. Mm. The top tier mm-hmm. dish boy looks at the food on the plate that someone's eaten and is like, I can almost make that. Right. Bottom yeah. tier chef can make that. I do what y'all don't bother getting around to. You know, like mm-hmm. if someone orders the grilled cheese, yeah, that goes to me. When someone, when someone, like when you need, when someone needs to boil noodles, mm-hmm. like you got them. Got it. Yeah. It's easy. You make everything on the
0: kid's menu. That's kind of like training for chef. Kid's yeah. menu, chef. Corn
1: dogs. I'll take that. I have no idea how to make a corn dog. Well, they come frozen. Right. Oh. You okay. just throw them well, in the deep All right. Fry. In that case, yeah. I know exactly <laughs> how to make a corn dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the same way you make your pizzas, basically. Right.
1: Yeah, heat. Which don't tell any don't tell anyone a secret. That's how we make all the pizzas, but we tell them that they're fancy and they're homemade mm-hmm. masterpieces. It's yep. all just DiGiorno. We do there's, DiGiorno has a chef a chef line. It's like black market pizza. The thing is, only Italians actually know how to make how to make pizza, and then they just right. send frozen versions of those over to everyone in America. Right. right. Every like I've learned how to do the spinny thing with the dough. Yeah. Fake dough. It's like play doh. I reuse that every time. I like spin it up. As soon as it goes down under the counter, done. Right. Back in the box. Pull out a frozen pizza. Put it in the oven. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the places that make it
0: to order, like Blaze or something, mm-hmm. they the frozen pizza is already in the oven. Yeah. They just kind of do like a magic trick where they put your pizza, quote unquote, in the oven and then bring out the the frozen one.
1: Yeah, The only places you can be sure make their own pizzas is the ones with the cool open ovens and you Mm -hmm. can literally watch the pizza go in and stay there and come out. That's Mm -hmm. the only time you know the pizza is actually not frozen. All right. So that is Blaze, but yeah, but you can't see it the whole way through, can you? Yeah, yeah. I haven't been to Blaze in a long time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure legally though they can't call it pizza. They have to call it flatbread in that scenario. Like you, like it's like bourbon. You know how bourbon can like can only be made in Kentucky. It's the same thing. Pizza can only be made in Italy.
1: Fun fact: that's actually uh, not the case. Bourbon can be made anywhere. It can in the U.S. It just has to have uh, more than 51% corn, and then it's bourbon.
0: But like ninety eight percent of it's made in
1: Kentucky. Yeah, like ninety five. Yeah, we went on yeah. a bourbon tour recently, and that was a fun time. Yeah. That I figured out that I can appreciate the taste of bourbon, but it takes a whole bourbon trail to get me to the place <laughs> where I can appreciate the taste of bourbon. Mm. Really. Mm. Like the first place we stopped, like it's it's all right. Second place was like okay. And the third place was like this is pretty good, and then the fourth place wasn't a bourbon place, and I loved it because okay, they made gin, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that so, stuff tastes great. So was it based on uh, bourbon knowledge or uh, alcohol consumption? Mm-hmm. That that gave me the appreciation for it. Mm-hmm. But, um, it was a bit of both, mostly the consumption. Right. I say it was like 70 30 consumption to knowledge. Well cuz you were taking uh your wife's samples, yes, right? There yeah. were freebies. Right. Drinking for two. Uh and that's what really got Three, me really. at the at the gin place. Cuz previously we didn't just we just didn't ask for her like she just didn't drink it and I had like they didn't just pour it for her. like we just told mm-hmm. them like oh she's not going to have any. Right. She just smelled mine and tried to pick up on the notes, Mm. which she did better than me, and I was drinking it. Wow. Uh, But then at the gin place, we were counting them up like, okay, you get five and I get five, which means I get 10. And if you ask for these kinds and I ask for these kinds, we can try pretty much every kind of gin they have. 10 what? 10 what? Yeah. (laughs) it's Just, uh, you know, sips. Like communion cups? Or shot glasses? Wasn't quite a shot. It's worth, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family podcast. What are we talking about? I have the, no uh, idea. Copper and Kings makes great gin and decent brandy. It's, I'm sure it's great if you like brandy. But Did you say Copper and Kings? Copper and Kings, yeah. yeah. They got a cool outdoor bar. Heard good things. And a restaurant. And... The lady who was explaining their gin made it sound like the most delicious drink ever, and it was. Mm-hmm. Did any of the places let you swim in the barrels? Uh, No. Mm. But I'm pretty sure that we could go steal some. I was casing the joints. Because mm. as okay. soon as they go said on. that like one barrel is worth 15 plus grand, mm-hmm. I was thinking that money we could probably get one. Uh, They weigh about 500 pounds each, Mm -hmm. so it's going to take at least two of us and, like, Mm -hmm. a trolley. And a Drew. Yeah, one of those has to be Drew. Um, (laughs) And... But I think we can do it.
0: Okay, okay. okay. All right, walk me
1: through... I thought of it. So, the first place we went was Stitzel Weller, um, which, not to be confused with Weller, the brand, because they sold that off many years ago. But, um... It's in West Louisville, and they have a bunch of storage r- 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 rack, r- rack, rack, racks, racking rack buildings, like rack, aging rack buildings. Rackeries. That's where they hold all the barrels. The rackeries, sure. rackeries,
0: the rackum rooms,
1: rack, yeah, rackum rooms. Uh, and I think like the gate is just open. They have a lot of cameras and like barbed wire fences at the top. But if it's mm-hmm. open and you drive in and you've got. The vests on, the neon Mm -hmm. vests, Mm -hmm. and the hard hats, and a clipboard, and maybe on your back it says, like, bourbon specialist, Mm. or bourbon inspector. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, KBI, Kentucky Bourbon Inspector. Mm. And you just barge on into one of those rack, but, like, it's easy. You can walk. They don't have doors on them, really. Mm -hmm. Not the ones you tour through, so you can just Mm -hmm. walk right into there grab one off the shelf, and you're like, I don't know, looks like it's got mites, and then you just take it and put it yep. in your van and leave.
0: Okay. How close is it to the river?
1: Um, I mean, it's not super close. Okay. I was
0: it's, thinking... It's in Shively. Would it be possible to roll a barrel out and into the river, river and just float it down to a secure location?
1: Mm. Down As- your way, huh? Yeah. So you reap all the benefits of our labor. Uh-huh. If we could Convenient. get it in the Ohio and make it wind up at Josh's, we would have gone through New Orleans and around Florida. We would have <laughs> changed a lot about the Ohio. <laughs> yeah, we would have done a real number on geography. Catch up with the Mississippi, hit the mm-hmm. Gulf. Yep. Yeah. Just skirt Catch Florida real quick. Atlantic stream. Delta people be confused because they're like, normally people are coming the other way. And let me tell you what, the bourbon would not be there anymore. By the time Fish. we got there, we would have had to drink it.
0: <laughs> oh, you guys are using it like a raft this whole time?
1: Yeah, uncorked it and slurped all the bourbon <laughs> Yeah, <out>. we <laughs> built a raft out of bourbon barrels and strapped it together with our own body With hair. the vests. Or vests. With the torn up security vests. I was going Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't have that much back hair. I said body hair. Well, okay. All right, so I'll supply most of it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got um, more than I used to. Nice. Not bad. All yeah. that whiskey. Yeah, so it was a fun time. I would highly recommend it. Um, mostly just, I would, if I could go back, I think I, instead of doing the four places we went to, I would just do Copper and Kings four times. Mm. and by I think by the last time I wouldn't remember the first three and it would be no biggie right Right. yeah be a whole new experience copper and kings I'm so excited about it crazy to be here (laughs) I don't know how I got here boys would I ever lie to you never that's what I thought I feel like you've only lied to me yeah that is true Uh, y'all want to play a game yeah 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 (laughs) yes so, for anyone who listened, what was that? Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, now two. was it just two? Two weeks ago, we played a game called "Would I Lie to You," which is a direct rip off of the British TV show "Would I Lie to You." <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we're gonna play that again, but uh, instead of roommate edition, we're doing mom edition. Welcome to the show, our moms. Yes. Here they are. They're all mutes. They're all... None of them ever learned how to talk. It's a miracle we grew up. Um, Yeah, I'd say we just get into it, right? Uh-huh. Do I Should What's I it? give a description of it, or are we assuming everyone knows? Yeah, I think
0: everyone knows.
1: All right, basically, you get a prompt. It's either a fact or a lie. You say it. You try to convince the other two that it isn't what it is. You get points for wrong answers as the teller. You get points for correct answers as the guesser. Right.
0: Um, we are reading these live. Yep. I mean, like, we we don't know these stories at the time. Yeah.
1: I have not read mine okay. yet. Uh, um, I went first last time, so I'm going to pass that on to someone else.
0: Okay. I'll go. I want to get it over with. All I'm right. I'm already sweating. Alright, hold on Let me open up my text message from My mother Alright, here we go When I was seven years old On my first On my first trip fishing in Canada I was given my first knife And while we were on our way uh, I cut my finger in the back of the van Playing with the knife And we had to stop and find an immediate care And get three stitches put in it
1: Ooh Mm. This is good (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's all about, like, the stopping and getting the stitches.
0: I almost don't knife, have any
1: questions because it was so specific. The knife's easy. Yeah, that definitely happened. That definitely <laughs> happened. Um, I want to say the number of stitches, three stitches, is very specific and an appropriate number of stitches for a small boy's finger. I know because I cut my finger open one time. Hmm. I still have the scar, mm. and it was four stitches, but I was, like, 11. And I okay. don't know h- how stitches to age correlates, but it sounds <laughs> right. appropriate. You, said right. you got how many at 11? Four. Okay, yeah, so... I went fully across you, my finger diagonally, actually. You get so. an extra stitch every four years? Okay, yeah. so what were you What were you doing? What You, you got the knife. Yeah, so we well, were happened? on our
0: way to Canada fishing, which you guys know that that's something I used to do, um... That part's true. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's you all true. You would fish but... for Canadians. <laughs> oh, it's all true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, my dad, like, in co- commemoration of the fishing trip, got me, mm-hmm. like, my first pocket knife. It was a little blue Swiss Army knife. It mm-hmm. has, like, the three yep. things on it. Um, Toothpick
1: and the tweezers. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: and I was too excited to wait. Until we got to Canada, and so I opened it up in the back seat because Paul and my dad were driving, or my dad was driving and Paul Paul was up front, so I was like in the back by myself. So I got it out and was just fidgeting with it and cut my thumb, and yeah, and I had so the we had gotten up super early, and so I had like my pajam my pajamas still in the car, so I took the T shirt that I slept in. And like, wrapped it around my thumb. And then eventually I was like, all right, I was freaking out because I thought I was going to like bleed to death. You didn't want to tell me. I was like
1: bleeding through the shirt because you wanted to be like, I'm responsible with this knife.
0: Right. So finally I was like, I'm going to bleed to death back here and die. Um, So finally I was like, hey, 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 dad. And then they had to find intermediate care, probably somewhere in like Minnesota. I honestly don't remember where it was. Wow. Um, Yeah, Hmm. got
1: stitches. The thing is, Hmm. ahead. Did this delay or like take away a day from the trip? From the trip? Uh, yeah. I
0: think we just got in. Like usually we get in with enough time to do like dinner and then an evening fishing session. Mm-hmm. And I think we just missed that. The evening session.
1: So you <sighs> cut was... off a whole fishing a whole extravaganza.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Hmm. Yep. Three stitches. Pretty embarrassing. Bottom. Was <laughs> Jacob there? No, this is just me. Hmm. Well I like you would have been nine, pretty Jacob small. Only... Yeah, I was, was seven. seven. So Jake was three. Oh, seven. Yeah. Wow oh, man. Did you get to keep the knife?
0: <laughs> yeah. I uh I cut myself again <laughs> on it. Uh at my grandparents' house. I was like trying to cut down a tree with it. Sure. I was yeah, you as know, you do. <laughs> an idiot. Right. right. And cut cut myself again with it. So yes, I I did hang on to it.
1: It's tough. This is tough. Okay. Here's a this... question. Mm-hmm. Um, the stitches. Hmm. Did they have to be later removed, or were they the dissolvable kind? Oh, they were later removed. Uh, okay. It
0: was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was when we got back from the trip, like back into Louisville. We right. went to good old Dr. Papalardo family. Is that, that's where you went, right? Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> ah, fake doctor! It's a lie. <laughs> no, it's the day I thought you went to. I thought we had the same pediatric doctor. Did we not? I not a real not name. No. Um, yeah,
1: no, he took care of me when we got back. Hmm. See, my stitches, uh, it just healed and then I pulled them out. Mm. Okay, that's so what that's the doctor some, said to do. That's some real backwoods something. I don't know. That's not real. <laughs> My stitches were also removed by a professional. What? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's the more and It was common... terrible. I threw up. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Josh, did you watch him? Did, he, did you no, watch him put the stitches absolutely in? Absolutely not. Uh, uh, but I did. It's it a is, lie. Yeah, it's weird heebie-jeebie. It's a lie. Josh, you're the kind of person who'd watch it. I watched it. What, going in or go- coming out? Both. Well, but going out, mm. yeah, because I pulled him out. <laughs> right. Right. They didn't let me watch the going in. They were like, don't look at this, it's gross. But then, <laughs> when they took them out, they were like, yeah, here's, here you go. And uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, I don't watch, like, I don't watch, like, if I get my blood drawn or anything, I don't watch that. You watch pimple popping videos. No, absolutely not. That's what? Disgusting. That's no. disgusting. I'll watch, like, open heart
1: surgery and stuff. That's crazy, too. Anything that's, well... No, nope, never mind. I already contradicted myself. Never mind. All right. All right. Yeah, we got to. I think I know. Okay. I. Yeah. It's tough because part of it sounded like a lie. Yep. Part of it sounded contrived, but I don't know if that was just you kind of making it up because you were so young, you don't really remember it that well. Mm-hmm. And that's why it sounded like a lie. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the end definitely sounded like the truth. Yeah. I'm going true. I'm also going true. It's most, it's partially true. I don't know. I don't know what we do in this situation. Uh The stitches is
0: not true. The stitches is not true. So, but you did cut yourself. I did cut myself with a knife on the way to Canada and Mm -hmm. I used a t shirt to like stop the bleeding. And my parents didn't find out about it until we got back from Canada and found the bloody t shirt in the back of the van. Wow, that's
1: pretty good. That's points. You get, yeah, that's yeah, that is, yeah, that's stitches were a key. Yep. Key part of it. Nicely done. Nice, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, man. All it was right, a good ben. number of stitches. It was. Clearly. Mm-hmm. If you had if you had said six, it mm-hmm. would have been like, no, <laughs> get out of here. No, it's too low. I don't think I don't too think low? they do three stitches. <laughs> I got one stitch. <laughs> they do three? I sure they do three. Sounds low. It's a tiny finger. Well, what's
0: funny was I was reading it and I was like, okay, so this is going to be true. This will be, I'm going to try and figure out how to throw him off the scent. And then you she threw in the end. three stitches. I was like, oh,
1: <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's cheeky. Okay. So Jerry's a liar. I get it. Ben. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin's uh, favorite food is homemade mac and cheese. Uh, but when I was six I ate so much that I threw up and then passed out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can see all of With it the happening. passing out.
1: <laughs> I just did a lot of talking myself up about the stitches and the watching the stitches like a real man. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> passed out eating mac and cheese. <laughs> oh boy! All right, yeah, we gotta. Okay, questions. Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. About how old were you?
1: Mm. Oh, it says six. Oh, I missed that part. Okay, I was so six. six. Okay, you when were I was six. six.
0: <sighs>
1: um. Okay, remember- wait. Can you hold on? Did you say you threw up? Threw up and then passed out. Yes. I threw up and then passed out. Okay. Do you remember the feeling of passing out? I do. I'm actually very acquainted with the feeling of passing out, and it probably started about then, because I, you guys know, I pass out when I get really sick. Like, when I get a high fever, or if I puke a lot. Oh, when you had that 120... Degree fever when you're- I didn't, well, I almost passed out then, but I didn't because I was sitting down a lot. But yeah, when Mm -hmm. I was like in middle and high school, if I got a really high fever or if I puked a lot, I would just hit the deck. Like I'd go in the kitchen, like, mom, I'm going to pass out and then just face plant Right oh, the- I do actually remember you telling me that, yeah. I feel like I don't remember that. I could always tell when it was coming, too, because you could watch the darkness closing in, <laughs> and I knew I had, like, limited time to try to get to someone who could, like, get water or orange juice down my throat yeah. to wake me up. Or be near a soft space. Yeah. The tile was a bad choice. That one was rough. I don't remember it hurting, but this one, when I so when I was six, we were still... We were not in the Crestwood house. We were in the Butchel house. So it was like a split level
0: mm. I don't think I ever saw that. One. I, uh,
1: I don't know if I, I ever there. I don't think anyone came over there. Maybe yeah, for one I birthday. So. When I was very, very young. Because we moved out to Crestwood pretty pretty quick. Okay. So yeah. you, you ate a bunch of mac and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did the throwing up make you pass out, or yes. were they? It, oh, the, you! It was not the che- It was not the quantity of mac and cheese that I mm. ate that tried to shut my body down. I think it was the amount that left my body so fast and forcibly. Mm. Right. You put so much effort into making it exit. Right.
0: It's like when guys pass out doing like a deadlift or something.
1: Yeah, it was just like so much pressure released that it just like boom closed it all closed in um
0: were you turned off from mac and cheese for a while after this
1: no okay. absolutely not I was the king of eating mac and cheese and normally I would just get a real bad stomach ache and lay on the couch and groan about it for a while <laughs> uh but this particular time I overdid it there could have been extenuating circumstances I don't know maybe I was dealing with something else but. if you had to guess like how much mac and cheese are we talking i don't know do you guys uh, you probably don't do you remember we had those old stoneware plates with like the little blue flowers in the middle no okay mm-hmm. it was a long time ago i feel like it was like like a plate sized, but not super thick just like a lot of it
0: like a layer like yeah. a
1: like a layer because i used to spread it out so it'd cool off and i could eat it faster <laughs> Mm. really shovel it in (laughs) really just yeah you get it down to the perfect layer and then it's both easy to scoop with the fork and cool enough that you can really wolf it
0: sure okay
1: so wait you said this was at your house not in Crestwood yeah it was in the mutual house okay that adds up I had to do the Mm -hmm. math there I don't remember a ton about it I had forgotten that it happened but I <laughs> I vividly remember the feeling of the puking and then like the waking up later cuz that's usually mm. pretty traumatic Were they really close in time like you were like and Yeah you went down? I assume I assume so Okay did you usually- make it to a toilet do you remember no, definitely not. No, it was on okay. the carpet. At <laughs> it least it was on the carpet.
0: Ter- no, it, what do you mean at least? Yeah. I
1: landed on the carpet. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. No but one was, like, catching me. Kids are soft, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Mac and cheese in the carpet. That's, good That's not yeah. good. Yeah. That's a good point. I've got... Well, we don't need to talk about that. I've got some stories about puke and carpet.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, I think I'm... I think I got all I need. I don't... It's a real mind-bender. I don't know what part would be a lie other than all of it. Like
1: It's the passing just... out for me because I somehow have no memory of Ben ever telling us about passing out from anything. And he said he passed out multiple times in his childhood. Do you remember that? Do I remember that? Yeah.
0: I remember him telling me that specific story jogged a memory where he was like, <laughs> he went into the kitchen and was like, hey, mom, I'm going to pass out. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, him telling me
1: that story a, at some point. It was point. a bad time. You yeah. just wake up and you're on the floor and someone's holding like a cup of water in your mouth. It's a it's a bad time. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready. I think it's true. I'm going to have to say true. Yeah. The whole thing is a lie.
0: Are no! you kidding me? Are you <laughs> oh, kidding <no>! me?
1: Benjamin. <laughs>
0: What the heck? Josh, I trusted you. That was that was basically. Okay, fully but that on two. is a
1: story. Is that not something you've told me before? The the passing out in the kitchen for sure. That happened in Crestwood uh, when I was in high school. Uh I did use to pass out occasionally. Uh, but no, I never I never I've never thrown up from eating too much, to my knowledge, because I I was too much of a machine. Dang. guys. I've also never passed out from food, only from being sick. Oh, my God. But it played to so many. It did. Oh, it was a good one. I was very impressed. Uh, yeah, uh, your mom played it well. She <laughs> really did. Dang. Good night. All right. Well. I I could picture it, too. I would have believed me. That sounds like something that would have happened to me.
0: <laughs> Dang. I got to stop believing these are all true.
1: Yeah. My turn. All right. Luke's turn. All right. Here we go. Best for last, via my mom, Sue Ann Byron. Here we go. I rescued my family from a snake in our kitchen after almost running it over with my skateboard, thinking that Jake, my brother, had put a rubber snake on the floor to scare my mom. Does that make sense? I can explain it. Okay. So, why were you skateboarding in the kitchen? Because I had a cool childhood where I was allowed to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. How big? How um, big? How, how big? Garter snake? No. The, so, there was about... I mean, snakes are questionable because they be slithery, you know? Like, they're, mm-hmm. they make S shapes. Right. So, I would say... Stretched out, it would have been about three feet of what I could see. What you could see. Where was it? Where was it coming out of? It was. It would. The more of it was underneath the refrigerator. Okay. So you, you almost ran over it. W- yeah. w- walk us through. You're skateboarding in the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> you spy a rubber snake. <laughs> Coming out... You see three feet of rubber snake coming out of the refrigerator. Right. Uh Uh-huh. So, I'm coming from... If you remember where, like, the dinner table was in, like, the little cutout. a hard hard right. Where all the windows were. And I'm coming around Mm -hmm. the island toward the refrigerator. My mom is coming from that hallway. Right. And she... We we almost meet at the same time where the snake is in our sight lines. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that Jake has a rubber snake. My mom's terrified of snakes. This is no thought to me. I'm mm-hmm. a hero. I'll run it over. My mom loves me. We're good. Um, it turned out to not be that. And it moved. <laughs> Which my mom was totally expecting, right? Because she assumed the whole time it was real. Right. I, the whole time, thought it was fake. It Mm -hmm. moved, and then I was thus terrified. Right. So, I... Wait, what were you saying? No, no, go ahead. I'm I'm excited. (laughs) I was rolling up, jumped off the skateboard, and everyone in the area peeled back. My sister was there as well, in the kitchen, Mm -hmm. just happened to be hanging out. We all dispersed, realizing that it was real. And then I ended up getting a box. Who knows where the box was from? Coaxed the snake into the box, picked it up, and walked it outside. That's bad. If you would said, like, I reached down and grabbed it with my hands, I would have <laughs> no, called you no, a liar you immediately. What do you mean? <laughs> so once you got the snake out from under the fridge, how long was the snake? Was this like a black rat snake? It w- no, it was, I mean, it was, I want to say four feet. Yeah. So it so it like was somewhere between snake. three and five. Yeah. Okay. How loud did your mom scream? Um, Maximum scream <laughs> of a woman. <laughs> I don't know. I remember you telling us about how all the windows in your house had to be replaced that one time. Yeah. I didn't well, know this was that yep, event. That was part of it. How did you coax the snake in the box? Like, did you just put the box in front of it and it sort of sauntered in, or did you... The snake, at this point, was not interested in being in the kitchen. That's There were skateboards rolling at it, there were (laughs) screaming women. Um, And one brave 12-year-old. Yeah, those were the main things. Well, the brave 12-year-old took a minute to get over there, because... Right, right, right. He was scared. (laughs) I do believe in, in the courage of 12-year-olds, though. Right. I feel like at some point in those middle years, you go through the bravest you'll ever be in your whole life It's before you realize how dangerous the world is. Right. A lot of your worldview is based on movies. And just lack of knowledge and foresight. Yeah, both of those. And just a certain amount of pliability in the body. Sure. Oh, man. All right. I think it's a lie. No skateboards in the house. Okay. This is a weird one. As far as I know, (laughs) she meant it as a truth. Because, so, I'll be honest, I have no recollection of a skateboard. But I do remember everything else rescuing the situation from a snake. There was a snake underneath our refrigerator that wiggled its way out in our kitchen. So I'm gonna give it up to my mom and say that maybe I was on a skateboard. I mean, she had an adult brain, so I, I doubt she was like, she took this whole true story and was like, "Yeah, we'll just throw in a skateboard and make throw it a lot." Skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that I think that I don't remember dang. the skateboard, but yeah, I should have I should have yeah. followed that trend that thought of just believing in twelve year old brave Luke. Yeah, just believing that twelve year olds are brave. Yep. No, there really was. It was. It was. It wasn't like one of those little snakes either. It was like a oh, decent, like a big one, sized snake. Who's probably three ish feet long. I feel like that. I feel like without. I think the skateboard was throwing me. I think I remember I think hearing really about did. that without the skateboard. Like yeah. I think you. I remember you telling us that there was a big snake under your refrigerator, mm-hmm. and that you got it out. It was just the skateboard threw me. I from the get go was like this is a lie. No way. There's a skateboard <laughs> in the kitchen. I'll be honest, that's. I also thought it was a lie up till I remembered the entire story behind that. So, dang.
0: I don't know. Maybe next week
1: I can come back and tell you it was a lie, but as far as I know, it's true. We all got, got. Everybody, everybody aced the storytelling this week. Yeah. Well, thank you, moms. Thanks, moms. Thanks for raising us and keeping us safe from snakes and. Passing out and knives. Happy early Mother's Day. Yeah, mine was really pretty innocuous compared to the snake and the knives. Mm, was it though? It's just self bodily harm. <laughs> <laughs> similar <laughs> similar to the knife, but different. I suppose. You want to make some money? I'm poor. Well, this won't change that, but here we go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey everyone, welcome to the ad booth. This is the booth where we do ads. Uh, real quick, just want to do an ad for Blankets R Us, the one-stop shop for blankets, linens, and of course, all your towels and accessories and uh, draperies and such. If you want, you can check them out at BlanketsRUs.com, and you can use the promo code Nickel Park for ten percent off your first
1: blanket. Hey, folks, and welcome to the problem-solving portion of the show. This is where we like to take everyday, normal problems that people face and try to come up with creative and unconventional solutions to them. So this week, we are dealing with one of the most common problems, uh, something that every kid fears when they go to the beach. That is, of course, a shark attack. What do you do? When a shark is coming at you, and you're in the water mm-hmm. at the beach,
0: mm-hmm. always carry a bazooka in your swim trunks. That's rule number one.
1: I always do. If you can, if you can. Um, for me, uh, fortunately, I happen to grow up watching one of the greatest cartoon, not cartoons, real life stories of all time, and that <laughs> is Batman, and he had shark spray biopics. Yes, biopics. Yeah. Batman had shark spray, mm-hmm, carry mm-hmm. shark spray. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I like that shark spray is like, like the idea that you spray it on the shark as opposed mm-hmm. to like there are many sprays that you spray on you to repel the thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But in this case, you spray it on the shark to repel mm-hmm. it from itself. It's a direct, yeah, it's canned yeah. to shark. As
0: repellent. opposed to like
1: bug spray that you spray on so that the bugs are repelled from you. Yeah, that's a
0: good point. If you spray it on the shark, what is the shark trying to get away from?
1: I think it's himself. Yeah, It's the spray slash himself. See, the thing is, like with a mosquito, if you get nibbled at by Mm -hmm. a mosquito, you know, you're not suffering much. If a shark has to take a couple nibbles out of you to figure out you got shark spray on you,
0: you're Mm -hmm. in trouble.
1: You're missing two to three limbs. Mm -hmm. Right. So you need something more proactive, yeah, to get him away. I think shark spray is is just compressed air. I think it's a way mm-hmm. to just try to quickly drown the shark with air mm-hmm. so that it leaves you alone right It's a good idea like no spray is gonna stay on the wet shark, right, but because you can get compressed air up in there. Sharks do be jumping out of water, but mm-hmm. it's not for a long time. so if no, and they hold their breath, yeah. If you can introduce a ton more air into that mm-hmm. situation, mm-hmm. then they're in trouble, right? Yep.
0: Yep, right. One <laughs> thing you could do is, uh, you know how cars, or not cars, you know how policemen, like if someone is parked illegally, <laughs> they'll
1: strap a... <laughs> Sorry, did you get cars and policemen confused? <laughs> well,
0: no, because listen, listen... <laughs>
1: Boy, it's late,
0: I, huh? I, listen, I was gonna say <laughs> they have boots that go on cars that keep your car from moving. Mm. So I was gonna, I was gonna give the boot to the cars, but that doesn't make any sense because it's not mm. like the it's not like the
1: car puts it on itself like a Are shoe. Are you suggesting that we boot the shark?
0: Yeah, because sharks, as you may know, will die if they stop moving because they don't have mm-hmm. lungs. They don't. They just have yep. to move. Mm-hmm. So if you put a boot on a, a shark boot. It's not going to keep moving, and it's and then it'll die.
1: That's
0: good. That's
1: good. I don't necessarily want to kill the shark though. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Well, maybe you could you just shock the shark with say a fact about sharks, like, "Hey, if you stop, you die," and they kind mm. that and that gets them well, kind of in a bad headspace, and they're thinking, "Whoa, whoa. feel a lot more sort of mortal now." That's like, yeah. um,
0: have you ever thought about? You're breathing. Like when you're breathing, have you ever thought about this. it? Yeah. Yeah, no. And then you become over-aware and self-conscious mm, about your I'm breathing? doing it right now. Yeah, it'd be the same for the shark. You're like, hey, don't stop moving. And then it's like, oh, shoot.
1: I gotta, yeah. I gotta keep yep. moving. You're backing away. And you're like, oh, better not stop. You might die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not moving. Yeah. You gotta stop to eat me. I feel like I might introduce the shark to like the general human media of the shark be like Mm -hmm. oh oh classic shark attacking me just Mm -hmm. like all the Mm -hmm. movies said you would he's like what excuse me so unoriginal yeah really really cool dude yeah what you're gonna bite my arm off that's what they all do yeah and then then you lean into it you're like come on bite me do it bite me and they're all freaked out and then you're really in their head and then they're definitely not gonna do it Oh yeah. Just be like all your friends, huh? And mm-hmm. bite the human. Cool, dude. Sick. And then he's like, oh no, no, I'm like a hipster shark. I don't Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh you could do like I always do at the beach, uh, where I wear an inflatable great white shark already pinned to me as if it is eating me. He does. And so all the it. sharks know like that shark has already got that guy taken care of. Yeah, There's really not room for two of us on him. He's pretty small. So, better not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. hmm I will say we get some looks when we're traveling to the beach and you do have your swim shark strapped to the hood of the car on the way down.
1: Right. Yeah. It's definitely a scene. Yeah. People, sh- I've been stopped far too many times by like rangers saying like, you can't, those you can't have that. You can't have those cuz it's very realistic. Mm. Right. It's not inflatable. It's not what y'all are thinking. Well, it's... it it's inflatable but it's very lifelike. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's
0: inflatable infl- but somehow still goes underwater if you if when you swim underwater. Well,
1: I inflate it with water. Right. That's what it is. Right, water inflated. <laughs> mhm. Uh yeah. I, a little bit of air a little bit of buoyancy is nice. I don't want to drag that sucker around in the water. I'm trying to swim. And it helps because if you get caught in a riptide, hop on that thing's back mm-hmm. ride it in. I've heard so I don't I've know where I'm going with this. You punch a shark in the nose. I've heard right. they don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um so where all their sensors be at, I bet. And that's the softball I'm tossing up. I don't oh, okay. love being punched in the nose, so I would also not try to eat I you don't either.
0: I think the only animal that could take being punched in the nose and not really mind would be an elephant
1: an elephant that I was gonna say the same thing, well, because you've only punched about what four percent of their nose, yeah, 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 if that. I think it would be like the scene when the Hulk slams uh Loki. what's his face, Loki around into mm. the like floor. It would be like mm. that, but with an elephant in your body. Mm. You'd punch mm-hmm. the elephant and then he would just slap, 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 slap. You know, turn you into a human jam. But back to the shark. Back if you can shark. maybe
0: marry two of the ideas that we've just had mm. where you punch mm-hmm. a shark in the nose. And when somebody, when you get hit in the nose, what happens immediately? Tears. Exactly. Yeah. So as you punch the shark in the nose, he starts crying. You say, What are you going to cry? I thought you're a big, tough shark. Nice. Yeah. And now he's embarrassed and swims away,
1: probably. Wrong shark, though. And he will eat you whole. Yeah. Just because, no, so no one will witness the tears and live to tell Mm, about it. Oh, true. Yeah. That's a good point. So maybe, maybe. Maybe you punch the shark and then you're like, so I'm sorry, I just I had to. You know you deserved it. Come here, let's hug it out. And then he takes you on a fantastic voyage down into the ocean where you see all kinds of aquatic life. Uh taste bad? Is that Ooh, taste bad. Could you could you actively try to taste bad your diet entire life wise? Like you eat exclusively onion based products. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no or shark's sh- going to mess with that. Yeah. They're going to smell you a mile away. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah.
0: Or eat shark, exclusively shark. Ooh. So then it's that's like, big. I ain't no cannibal. Oh, oh. I think we. I was saying, like, you eat nothing but shark, so you have a shark stank about you. And so then yeah. the shark's like, I'm not going to eat him because he smells like shark. Right. Right. He smells yes. like a shark. Oh. Well, I thought maybe you interpreted it another way that I had just thought of, which is. The shark knows that you're a shark eater.
1: Oh. And then he's like, ah, stay away from this guy. He's a real shark killer. Shark connoisseur. No, I'd rather team up with him, you know? Like, like I smell like a shark and they're like, all right, this guy's one of us. Mm -hmm. Where the the fish is at?
0: He comes up,
1: he's like, yo, where the fish is at? You hop on his (laughs) back, he takes you on a fantastical voyage down to see all the aquatic creatures. (laughs) Most of the time, I feel like the shark attacks happen on the on the surfboards, right? Because mm-hmm. the sharks think that you're like a seal. You look like mm-hmm. a seal. So what if you just got a different shaped surfboard? Like, Let's stop making them seal-shaped. Yeah, why do they make them seal-shaped? I never understood Great that. Great question.
0: I guess seals are pretty uh, hydrodynamic. Let's make them penguin-shaped.
1: Ma, I, I gotta- like them, too. They I probably think that's do. like a nice little just hors d'oeuvre for them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's make them elephant shaped. No shark's gonna mess with (laughs) an elephant. (laughs) Did you guys see that? There was an elephant flying through the water.
0: (laughs) He was terrifying, man.
1: (laughs) We gotta leave. His tail was dragging through the wave. It was insane. That's a good question. Who y'all got in like a? Let's say it's. Let's say it's twelve foot deep water. Mm. Shark versus elephant. Great white versus pretty deep. An African elephant. Yeah, 12 if you make feet. it if you make it like six. Yeah. Because people like twelve no, feet was twelve. Okay. All right. Um I've seen Tarzan. I think the shark wins. Yeah, I think it's shark. They're scared of piranhas in the Amazon. Ah, 12, wow. twelve
0: feet is the, the diving pool at the pool we grew up in. Like that's taller than an elephant. Is it taller than an elephant? Yeah. A- I mean, I mean, I, mean I mean he can breathe because he's got his little trunk in, yeah, in the air, but yeah. he's got a snorkel. I think if it's like six foot or less.
1: Okay, yeah, what's the what's the footage that the Ooh. elephant wins? Um, yeah, I think six feet. I think six feet or you less. You think it's the six elephant. feet? I think it's more than that. I think it's higher than six feet. I don't know. I think I would go with the shark for a long time just because the shark's got teeth and the elephant doesn't. Mm. Yeah, but he's got a he's got a mean step. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's true. Like, Bop one of them legs, the shark yeah. is done. But if Ed- you ever tried to like step, it's like stepping on a like, a like a like a like soap in the bathtub. Like it's gonna be gonna slip right off him.
0: How much water? How much space does the shark have around him? Because I feel like he could maneuver around an elephant step. An ocean's easily. worth of size. I don't know. Okay, all right, yeah. So he hmm. could get out I of get, dodge. I'm gonna give it to the shark a lot of the time. <sighs> I think it's gotta be six feet
1: or less. I think unless the unless the elephant can pin the shark somewhere. I think I give it to the. I think I give it to the shark. They got so many teeth. Unless, so many Unless
0: the shark bites the elephant's nose, and then elephant can blast a ton of air in there real quick before yeah. getting chomped real hard. Shark spray. Shark spray.
1: I don't know. Elephant's mm-hmm. got five weapons. Four legs. One. Nose. <laughs> and, a, and tusks. And tusks. <laughs> yeah, if you make and it the tusks, if you make it a dude with some big tusks and you put the shark right in front of him, maybe. I mean if he's spearing him, that's cheating. If it's a shark gets around behind him, this this the elephant's toast. He's gonna bite his gonna chomp his booty off. The thing about the, the trunk though is there's no
0: bone in there. So like that's like if you're in a boxing it's like if you're in a boxing match. And the person mm. is hitting you with something that is edible, A noodle, and biting is
1: allowed. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like okay, yeah, that's, <laughs> I see what you're saying. I think we solved it with the eating shark. I think you got to eat shark, eat shark, eat, eat shark, shark to repel shark.
0: Oh, one more. Has anyone ever tried just going with it, like Jack Sparrow no. Kraken style? Go no, in, just leaning in. Yeah, just lean in, dodge the teeth. Like right. Hit. Like, the shark is always expecting you to be forward, uh, like, mm-hmm. away from him because you're trying to get away. Yeah. But if he chomps down and you're already down, like... You're yeah. in. You're in. Yeah, you're not going to get it. You kind of
1: Jonah it, mm-hmm. you know, and he carries you to a faraway land. Mm-hmm. You go on a fantastic cheese voyage. puffs there. And you're like, oh, <laughs> maybe. Ooh, Mr.
0: Twisted Twisted Cheese Girls. Thanks for listening, folks. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, thanks to Sons of Circus for the use of our theme song. Thanks to Jake Byrne for the use of our ad song. Thanks to AMF for having us on the network. And thanks to you, our listener. If you want, you can reach out to us at nickelparktours at gmail.com or on Instagram at nickel underscore park underscore podcast.
1: Sweet. Until next time, folks, I've, I'm Ben. I'm Joshua. I'm Luke.
0: Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion, yeah.